welcome to episode 216. This is Ashley, Adam, Nate, and Steph. And we are recording from our graves, because that is where Taylor has put us. Literally dead. R.I.P. me. We are literally recording immediately after the debut of the Look What You Made Me Do music video. And I think we're all in agreement that this is the best video Taylor has ever made. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Wow. Wow. What a video. (laughs) I don't use the word shook, but I am 100% shook. (laughs) (laughs) I've only seen the video because it was just released. I've maybe watched it four times before we started recording. And I'm sure that we'll think of things later that we didn't get to cover. But we wanted to give you our initial reaction immediately. And even with my limited views of it, I'm... 100% 100% sure this is just the best video she's ever done. I've watched it probably 15 times now, something like that. Literally just just chaining it. Every single time I watch this video, I pick up something new in it. It is so incredible, so detailed. I love it. Joseph Kahn should win every award for everything ever. Ever. And then come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking how they won... A Grammy for Best Video for Bad Blood, this should hands down win that award. I mean, like, for that video, there was so much hype, and we knew there was such a great cast of people, but then I felt like the actual video didn't live up to my expectations, and this had so much hype that I just wasn't sure, but then the second it started, my jaw was on the floor the entire time. Yeah, and I feel like the hype for Bad Blood was even more... I feel like it was at least, what, two weeks of hype, and this was just immediate, almost immediate, after the single release. Yeah, for Bad Blood, it's because of all the promo that it had and how Taylor was posting every single day on Instagram a new character that was in the video, so there was so much buildup for it. And I think, like we've discussed a bunch of times so far, everything that we know about this era and this album seems like it's taylor taking the opposite approach to things she's done in the past so with this video all we knew was that joseph khan did it and that he said it was going to be amazing and we found out that they started planning it in january of this past year and then started working on it in may and he was still working on it all the way up until i think last night right he pulled an all-nighter finishing up with it So literally, after watching it several times each, we basically have gone frame by frame, just picking out all of the things that we've noticed in the video and gathering our thoughts, both of our initial reactions and the connections that you guys online are making on Twitter and Tumblr about all of the different references in this video. And I'm sure that we're going to be discovering new things for a long time to come. And we probably got some of these wrong. So if we sound dumb, this is just such a quick, quick reaction that bear with us. And I'm sure we'll figure some of this out later. But we just had to get our thoughts out because this is probably the most incredible night the fandom has ever experienced together. Well, and we also want to get this out immediately so that we can remind you all to keep watching this. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Because... Taylor is in a position to break the 24-hour viewing record on Vivo. Right now, it's 27.7 million for Adele's Hello, and Bad Blood is right behind that video at number two. So I say we watch this over and over again and make it number one. I think it's going to do it. I really do. 
I think I'm literally just going to be watching this video for the next 24 hours straight, so pretty sure I'm going to do my part. <laughs> and actually, in fact, Ticketmaster just tweeted, you can watch the video for a boost in the presale. Ha! I kind of knew that was coming. Good. I'm glad. I did too. They probably swapped out the Lyric video for the actual video. So let's get right into the video. The first thing we noticed that was really cool was as the video begins, it's like an overhead shot and you realize that it's a graveyard and the graves from the overhead view spell out TS. So that was pretty cool. I missed that the first time. And then when I noticed it, I thought, wow, I think that this just foreshadows the amount of detail and the attention to detail that's included in this video. So probably like the fourth or fifth time I watched it, uh, I noticed there are crows flying overhead. I legitimately thought, because I know how detailed they are, what if there are 13 crows? There are 11. <laughs> I counted them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Taylor is single-handedly the most detail-oriented artist out there, period. Definitely, and that's why it's probably easy to miss some of the details in here. And it really requires you to watch it multiple times. For example, it then goes to a shot of the actual graveyard, and there's actually a grave for a Joseph Kahn film, which I didn't notice the first several times I watched, because I, it really focuses you on the center of the screen, which has a big T on it, of course, and it says, here lies Taylor Swift's reputation. That's awesome. <laughs> and... Then when you look around the graveyard, there's also one for Niles Soberg, which many of you probably remember was the ghostwriter name that Taylor used when she did This Is What You Came For that we found out last summer. Right. And of course, this is a song that Calvin Harris and Rihanna did. So that was just really interesting. It was kind of like the first shot in the music video, really. Well, can we go on to talk about just Taylor herself, when she burst out of the ground as this zombie. The very first time I watched it, I I even thought to myself, I'm like, wow, that looks just like Out of the Woods. <laughs> no idea what to expect for the rest of the video. I'm like, wow, that's, that's actually really cool. But you were right, because she's wearing the Out of the Woods dress. Inadvertently, I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, I was terrified during this scene i was like whoa this is scary and it was too the cgi was on point it was reminding me and like i don't watch scary movies really but it was reminding me of the ring when that woman just like crawls <laughs> yes. towards you <laughs> right that is so true <laughs> i was like i cannot handle this on tour please don't do this <laughs> <laughs> what if taylor comes out of the stage that's how she intros the tour just like zombie taylor just like bursts out dirt flying everywhere <laughs> Yeah, and a quick side note, I, I definitely think this song will be the opening song on the tour. There's just no way around it. Absolutely. I think so, too. We've only heard one song, but I, I have to agree. Yeah, I mean, I think people are so used to the first single always being the closer, but this was just born to be an opener. There's no way it can't be. And so then after we see all of the tombstones, it pans to a shot of Taylor laying in a grave and in this grave, she's wearing her Oscar de la Renta dress that she had worn to the Met Gala in 2014, which is like almost impossible to process as these shots are moving so quickly. But then that quickly became a theme throughout the whole video. Yes, I definitely missed that 
theme the first time I watched this. And this is one of my favorite dresses of all time. So I was really happy to see it again. And Taylor has described it, at least in the past, as her favorite dress that she's ever worn. It's the pink, just gorgeous Oscar de Laurenta dress. And again, the detail, even her hair, and it looks like her jewelry was the same as it was for the 2014 Met Gala. And the first thing I wondered when I realized it was that dress was, did Taylor or someone on her team have to go around collecting all of these dresses back from the different exhibits around the world? (laughs) The exhibits just everywhere. (laughs) Well, that dress definitely was displayed in an exhibit somewhere. I forget where, but that's... An interesting question. I hope we'll find out someday. So then the scene cuts from her in the grave to her in the bathtub full of diamonds. And the first thing I noticed from the overhead shot there is that there is a $1 bill in the bathtub. Mm. I'm sure we all know by now that that references the lawsuit where she just won $1. Yes, so that just shows how recently they have been editing this video i'm guessing that was just cgi and put in after the fact but it just keeps up with how much attention to detail is in this video and so my first reaction to the bathtub shot i didn't notice the dollar till later but as soon as i saw the hairstyle and the red lips i thought this is blank space taylor i agree i the eyeshadow too i mean just the looks that she was giving the camera that's immediately what it reminded me of well, I was a little bit behind here. I didn't notice the $1 bill till everybody told me about it. And I also didn't notice the reason why Taylor's in a bathtub of diamonds. I found out on Tumblr because our fan base is so smart. And somebody mentioned that when Taylor recorded the session with industry people for the Grammys, it was a session she did in New York where she just talked about making 1989 and when she was talking, she mentioned that when she lost Album of the Year for Red at the Grammys, everybody thought she probably was sitting in a bathtub full of diamonds and crying. And so, again, everybody here is just so smart. I'm always impressed by how much people remember. But that was a direct reference to what she was saying about losing for Red for Album of the Year. That observation really made me feel like the video as a whole when you look at all of the different things that are referenced there are some that are so obvious that pretty much anyone in the public will probably know what they're referring to and then there are other things that I feel like are really just for us fans because I don't think many people would have picked up on that bathtub thing no I don't think so either and she knows how smart we are absolutely so it is kind of nice that she made these little details for fans to focus on i mean i'm sure honestly a lot of people who aren't as big of fans as we are wouldn't even have known that was the met gala dress right hopefully the media will latch onto that though so that people don't get confused because i feel like a lot of the criticism taylor has faced over the years in general is because people just don't know her as a whole but what i like about this whole video is she takes on every single thing And just burns it to the ground. So then it cuts from the bathtub scene to this really interesting, intricate throne room just filled with snakes. Just the CGI 
for that alone is is insane. Uh, the one thing I noticed right away, though, on both of the pillars and also on the chair arms, uh, it says A2 Brute, which is from the play Julius Caesar uh, by William Shakespeare. Now, uh, I had to Google it exactly what it meant, but uh, I guess Caesar utters these words as he is being stabbed to death, having recognized his friend Brutus among the assassins. So this phrase is generally used just to express surprise and dismay at the treachery of a supposed friend. That was another just really intricate detail in this music video. People noticed that when Good Morning America gave the very short preview on Friday's show, and I noticed people tweeting about it, and I think it just works really well for everything that Taylor's been going through over the past year or so. And this scene also includes a lot of snakes. Fortunately, it's clear that they are CGI, because snakes are scary. And these ones, though, aren't quite as scary as Taylor's snake video that she tweeted out. I thought they were a little less scary. But I do have to say, I really just hope the snakes are done with this video. I hope it's not an ongoing thing. <laughs> Some people are really terrified of snakes. No live snakes on tour, Ashley? <laughs> I don't even, I really don't think Taylor would like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see her liking that either. So the end of this scene is really cool. It's Taylor picking up a teacup and holding it. And I think this is a reference to the term tea and spilling the tea. And if you don't know exactly what that means, it means basically rumors and spilling the rumors. So I think it's just a shot at all the people who make up rumors about Taylor. The rumors are terrible and cruel. Ah, <laughs> uh, good one. <laughs> I, I had to, sorry. But... I did really like this little detail. It seemed just a little snarky to me and I and a little sassy and I love sassy Taylor. So one recurring theme throughout a lot of the video was there were a lot of things that were cheetah or leopard print. There was an actual live cheetah also and a lot of this appeared when Taylor was in a Lamborghini, which apparently was the same Lamborghini used by Katy Perry in 2014. When I first saw that, I kind of thought it might have been a Katy Perry reference, but I wasn't sure why, only because Taylor just kind of looked like how Katy looks now. But uh, now that I understand that, oh my god, the shade. This scene is very full of shade. And the Lamborghini, it's, it's even the same color. It was when Katy Perry arrived at the VMA Awards in 2014. And at first, we didn't understand what this was in reference to. This was another one that we found out through everyone in the fan base. But it did make sense. The hairstyle looks like Katie, the leopard print, the car, the actual leopard in the passenger seat. And the car crashes into a pole. And the... <laughs> I think probably the most ruthless part of this music video is Taylor is holding a Grammy after she crashes and everybody knows Katy Perry has never won a Grammy. Taylor has now won 10 Grammys. So. Ouch. Burn. Yeah, that was a burn. <laughs> and I also loved that the 
leopard that was in the car was wearing a 13 necklace. Oh my god, I noticed that. It was awesome. And same with the curtains actually on the building uh, next to the pole that she crashed into. Oh, and the building says TS on it, on the awnings. You know, there have just been so many times that I thought, and I think we all thought, that she was done with 13 forever, and then it constantly comes back up, so I'm totally fine with that. I'm really, honestly, kind of makes me happy to see her still using it. Oh, definitely. Especially with the old Taylor being dead now. It's something that's crossed my mind. Is she done with 13? I actually was a little afraid she was going to change her Twitter to not have a 13 in it anymore. And we haven't even really had a chance to go super deep into the song itself because there's been so much going on. But the song itself is three minutes and 31 seconds. (laughs) And I just feel like that had to be mentioned. Yeah, that very well may have been intentional. But this car crash scene, I didn't really understand the actual crash. I don't know if it was symbolic or something. Because as far as I know, Katy Perry's never had any car crashes. But it was interesting how after the crash, there are paparazzi people taking all these photos of the crash. So I don't know if this is what it was referencing, but it seemed like every possible thing was on the table in this video. Calvin did have a car crash in L.A. when he and Taylor were still together. And at the time, there were a lot of rumors going around from that whole thing. So I don't know. I'm sure if it is, somebody will figure it out and it'll be on Tumblr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually forgot about that. Hmm. Could be. We'll have to wait and see. And we'll be right back with more discussion on the music video. In the next frame, Taylor is in a birdcage on a swing. I was a little confused in this scene. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I was too. Me too. I thought maybe the birdcage was like a Speak Now reference maybe. Because as we know, like in her Nashville apartment, she always had birdcages. She always just had a thing for birdcages. I'm not sure if that's what that was or not. Well, even like the Wonderstruck perfume bottles that came out in the Speak Now era had like a birdcage charm on them. It was definitely a very prevalent theme. Right. That was the only thing I could think of, too. And her Nashville apartment actually has a birdcage. You can go inside like she is here. And then I also kind of felt like it was supposed to be saying all of these situations or all of these people put her in a cage. That could be. That, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And one extra small detail from this scene is that Taylor has a big tattoo on her leg of a snake. So there's the reoccurring snake theme coming up again. And I have to say, though, just quickly that I love her hair in this scene. It's wavy and long and she doesn't have any bangs. The fashion and just styling in this video is just at the next level. I can't imagine how much time and energy was put into just the outfits and makeup and hair for every scene. Every single person who worked on this video needs to win awards. Absolutely. So these scenes, you know, go by really quickly. They're only probably a few seconds to 10 seconds long. So after the birdcage scene, there is a scene in what looks like a vault, and Taylor is wearing a cat mask, which she takes off, 
and I don't know exactly what this is in reference to, but I'm under the impression that it's just people maybe make fun of her because of how much she likes cats, something like that. Yeah, it could be. I'm not really sure either. I did also see something about uh, Katy Perry, and I'm not really up on her stuff that much, but uh, I guess she used to wear like these cat masks. I'm not, I don't know if that's what that's referencing either, but anyway. Yeah, this scene kind of confused me. She's in a vault, and there's just money everywhere, and all these people with cat masks are in there with her. Taylor's wearing a sweater that says blind for love. And it has, I think, a tiger on it that's really sparkly. She has a baseball bat. I'm not sure what's going on there, honestly. Well, then when they come out of the vault, you notice in the background, it looks like the company that they're robbing or the place that they're robbing is a streaming company. So that is a clever hint at the whole deal with people not being paid from streaming services. Really? Oh, wow. I just see that now. It's a stream. That makes sense. Wow. That's amazing. But yeah, these scenes are so short that it could be hard to catch these things. So then it cuts to a scene that's Taylor up at a podium and the screen behind her says squad. And then you look and she's like giving instructions to this whole room of her tall, skinny friends. Which I thought was really funny because the screen itself is showing these subliminal messages. It says like, you, 13, squad. I just <laughs> thought it was funny. And I think really throughout the entire thing, we have to remember the whole point, it seems like, is poking fun at how ridiculous all of these complaints that people have about Taylor is. Especially with these ones. Right, people made a big deal that she had a good group of girlfriends. I mean, come on. Which, so to top it off, I feel as though the outfit she was wearing for that scene, because it was, you know, black leather with the boots uh, and everything, I felt like that was actually referencing her own music video for Bad Blood. Oh, yeah, I think so. Especially because the hate for the, the squad really happened around when Bad Blood was released and everybody was saying... Oh, Taylor just has all these tall, skinny models in this video. So I definitely think it's in reference to her Bad Blood music video. So after Taylor's at the podium, she's on the floor with all of these people on the floor too. Did you notice that some of their limbs are cut off? Yeah, they're, they're all broken down. Yeah. It's because Taylor has no friends anymore. Yeah, I guess it's saying the squad is i don't know broken yeah or fake or robots or robotic it makes me think of if any of our listeners have seen the hbo series westworld um it's very similar to that okay i see so she's just playing into what everybody said that her squad is fake and correct they're not maybe they're not real or they're robotic or something like that exactly that's another great detail. I never noticed the first time around that they had these broken limbs. Okay, so in one of the preview images that we saw on Friday, it was Taylor standing with a bunch of people behind her in a pyramid formation. And we already knew from the preview that one of those people was her good friend, Todrick Hall. So that was pretty exciting. But what we didn't see from the preview was that 
one second after that image, they all open up to reveal that they're wearing iHeartTS crop tops. <laughs> Which, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't remember, I think this was probably the most talked about photo of the entire summer 2016 last year with Tom Hiddleston on the 4th of July. Right. Tom was seen in the ocean with Taylor wearing an I heart TS tank top. And it just was tabloid fodder for, I feel like weeks. And I think it was at that point that many of us thought that was so strange. It had to be some sort of joke that was going to be revealed and it never was. And it still haunts me to this day. (laughs) (laughs) That was the point of the video where, I don't know about you guys, I literally screamed. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was just the dramatic effect of all of them ripping open their shirts at the same time. Oh my god, true that, seriously. Though I do have to say that the very next scene was, now up until this point, I think we were still only like two minutes into the video maybe, but... Up until this point, I'd been surprised at every turn, and then this next part just absolutely blew my mind. It was insane. It was about two and a half minutes into the video, you're right. The pile of Taylors. uh, Taylor standing on top with the reputation shirt, uh, and then all you see are these Taylors just scrambling to get to the top. You see, and I'm just going to list them, all the ones at least that I saw. There was the Shake It Off Ballerina. The Fearless Taylor with the Silver Dress, the We Are Never Ringleader, Squirrel Pajamas Taylor, 22 Red Tour Taylor, Junior Jewels Taylor, We Are Never Music Video with the Red White Polka Dot Taylor, 1989 Welcome to New York Tour Taylor, 22 Video, Not Along Going On at the Moment Shirt Taylor, VMA Bad Blood 2015 Taylor, Bleach Hair Taylor. It was insane, the detail, the CGI, the, it, it just blew my mind. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we could ever keep track of every single one that was there. I saw a couple award show tailors, the ACMs, when she wore the crop top and black skirt, the crop top was white. And then her Billboard Award appearances, one time she wore a black dress, a different time she wore this white jumpsuit. I feel like they probably just included every tailor there ever was. You know what would have been awesome is to be a fly on the wall in the meeting that Taylor and Joseph Kahn had to discuss this video and put the ideas of this video together. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder who came up with that idea, if it was her or if it was him or if it was someone else. Either way, I'm pretty sure that this scene alone was the most work out of anything in the video itself. Yeah, I can't imagine how they filmed this. How many doubles? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't even know how you would do that. Joseph Kahn is just a genius. Which is why he needs to come on our show. That's right. Yeah, I don't know if that scene is mostly CGI or if it is doubles or what, but I was thinking maybe we'll get some behind-the-scenes videos in the coming days or weeks, which maybe could give us some answers. I really hope so. For Shake It Off, there were the the behind-the-scenes videos a series of I think about six so I'm really crossing my fingers for that and how crazy is it to think that when we saw her in Houston in February she was already working on this right right (laughs) 
And then the final scene before the real final scene, you know what I mean, is a choreographed dance with all of those male dancers and then Taylor in the forefront. So I think that was just a nod to the fact that people say Taylor can't dance because the choreographed dance looked pretty good to me. This was mind-blowing to me. She looked just fantastic, like like Britney Spears' level of dancing. Right. It was like a Britney Spears or like a Beyonce video. Right. And some people were spouting off criticism because they were trying to say Taylor was copying off of a Beyonce music video for this. But Joseph Kahn tweeted and explained, absolutely not. It's just dancing. But I was really, really impressed with this, and I have to wonder how long it took to get all of this down. It just It's really intricate, and Taylor's wearing these huge heels, and it's really incredible. That makes me wonder two things. One, will there be a lot more dance choreography in the next tour, which I would love? And two, will there be all-male dancers again, which I feel like there will? Yeah, I agree with both. I think there will be much more dancing and male dancers again hopefully some of the same ones from 1989 because they were so great maybe even Todrick will join that would be pretty cool that'd be amazing so in between all this there are some other scenes for example the ts restaurant with the car crash is lit up in flames taylor's holding motorcycles in her hands it's just crazy i just would love to know the amount of work that was put into this. And then the other interesting part about this is the airplane where a tailor who's wearing an outfit I don't recognize, I definitely think it's a new outfit we've never seen, but she's on top of this airplane spray painting it and she spray paints reputation on it. And at the beginning of the video, she also was chainsawing part of the airplane wing which I still don't quite understand that part. Yeah, I don't know if this is an outfit maybe that somebody else has worn that maybe she's throwing shade at. I had an idea, though. I wonder if it's a future outfit, maybe something from a video that she's already shot, maybe? That's a good idea, because especially at the end, she is seen at the back, still on the plane, right in front of the reputation. That's a good theory. Maybe that's something we'll see in the future. If somebody knows otherwise, I mean, yeah, just please tell us, clear it up for us. So just when I thought this video was over, it wasn't. It was like one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, So all of the tailors are lined up in front of the airplane, and they have this really funny exchange. Uh, I'm just going to read it for you guys just because it's amazing. So it starts out with Junior Jules Taylor saying, You guys! And out of the woods, Taylor responds, Stop making that surprised face. It's so annoying. Shake it off, Taylor says, You can't possibly be that surprised all the time. And so reputation curls, Taylor goes, What's with that witch? Junior Jules, Taylor says, Don't call me that. So fearless, Taylor says, Y'all. And so red, Taylor says, Oh, stop acting like you're all nice. You are so fake. And so fearless, Taylor starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) And then Motorcycle Taylor says, Oh, there she goes, playing the victim. Again. And then Met Gala Taylor says, What are you doing? And then 
Reputation Katy Perry Taylor says, getting receipts, gonna edit this later. (laughs) (laughs) To which 2009 VMAs Taylor says, "Um, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. And then all of the Taylors say, shut up. Thank you, thank you. Take a bow now. (laughs) And the final scene is just all of these Taylors standing there in front of the airplane. And the receipts comment was definitely referencing Kim, since, as we all know, she definitely edited the Snapchat videos. Well, and especially then right after that, it goes to the 2009 VMA Taylor trying to hold her award when she was accepting. She even is holding a microphone like she was on stage in 2009. And it's the, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative, which is exactly what Taylor said in 2016 when everything was happening. And I'm just still in awe of the whole thing. Taylor knows how to reclaim the narrative. She does it every time. She did it when people said she was boy crazy and dating too much. She was single for two years. Then when people made fun of her dancing, she did Shake It Off. And she did a whole music video making fun of herself. And then she did another music video making fun of herself with a blank space. And here, she's just reclaiming every single narrative that is out there about her and it's completely genius there's no one smarter than taylor in the music industry i have to agree the whole thing is just so masterfully crafted uh from the dialogue to individual scenes right down to the little nitty-gritty details that you would need to watch 14 times before you even notice the that they're even in there it's insane. This video is so, so, so well done. And the video would have been perfect as it is without that dialogue exchange at the end, but that just puts it over the top and makes it one of the best videos I've ever seen. And you've got to think, how much satisfaction must Taylor be feeling at the end of all of this that she's able to just sort of like release all this frustration from things that she's tried to handle so gracefully for so long i definitely think so it has to feel like a weight is lifted off her shoulders and i know that many of us said in all the time we were waiting for this album that we didn't know if we wanted her to address all of these situations in her music but i think she did it in the best way that she possibly could and i was one of those people on episodes before i said i hope she just takes the high road but honestly, the way she did it is the best possible way she could have responded. And thinking about it, I feel like she had to respond. Everybody expected a response. She would have been, I feel like, terribly criticized and just torn apart if she had not addressed this at all. So she did. And this was the best possible way to do it. You know, I think we need to take a moment to just thank the silent hero here. Uh, Kanye, thank you so much. Uh, Look what you made Taylor do. (laughs) Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Taylor knows how to take bad situations and make amazing music that completely tears up the chart and just dusts everyone. I'm so excited because I am 100% sure this will break the Vivo record by tomorrow night. And 
the song is tearing up the charts. It's having such a huge impact everywhere. And this album is going to be huge. And I just want to remind everyone, we have 14 more songs. 14. Oh my god. (laughs) And probably another four or five music videos. Hopefully all directed by Joseph Kahn. (laughs) Yes. He should just be the music video producer for all time. And we have been working nonstop, literally around the clock, to bring you guys episodes about everything that's happening as quickly as possible and have been having so much fun doing it. We had an amazing episode with Perez Hilton that we released a couple of days ago, episode 215, which if you haven't listened, definitely go listen. Of course, we are aware that he can be controversial within the fandom and on social media, but he had the nicest stories to share about Taylor, said the most positive things about all the success that he wishes her and how much he believes in her. And it was just amazing to get to talk to somebody who's such a big force in the entertainment industry. Yeah, he had so many positive things to say about Taylor, and I really enjoyed hearing his stories. And actually, I did check in on his Twitter, and it seems like he is absolutely loving this music video. 100%. I mean, how could you not? Jeez. And we've been putting out an episode practically every other day for the past week and that's probably going to continue because we have some awesome awesome things coming up so definitely make sure that you are subscribed to us so you can keep up with all these episodes you can subscribe on itunes by hitting the subscribe button and that will make sure that you're always notified and have the episodes downloaded automatically and if you have a chance to leave us a review and a five-star rating while you're on itunes we would greatly appreciate that We want all of your feedback. We've loved celebrating with you and talking to everyone online. Our Twitter is the best way to keep up with us at SwiftCast13. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at that same name. You can email us at SwiftCast13show at gmail.com, or you can go to SwiftCast13.com, which has all of this info. And stay tuned throughout the week, because it's going to be another really exciting week for us. Yeah, we have some pretty exciting things. I can't wait. And just to give you guys a teaser of what to look forward to, this weekend we recorded two amazing interviews, one with a reporter from Billboard and one with a reporter from Rolling Stone. They were so fascinating, and we're going to be getting those out to you guys as quickly as possible. We wanted to put this out about the music video first, since it's so exciting for all of us. And then we look forward to putting out more and more and more about all the news that's going to come out in the coming weeks. So thank you everyone so much for listening. Hope everyone is able to get some sleep. I know I might be too excited to sleep and just be watching this video until tomorrow night. (laughs) That's quite possible. But we will see you very soon for our next episode. This has been Ashley. Adam. Nate. And Steph. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. See ya. Later. Later.